प्रोडक्शन And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Gladiator Cypher Podcast. Boy, pseudonym Slim. I'm here with my fellas. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Okay. Ma'am, you know, Big J in the building, Corny J, Mr. Smooth, out here trying to get, get, all, of, get all the young ladies to daycare <laughs> and all the places they need to be because I'm a father. So yeah. <laughs> we, got here, man. we got a good show planned up for you. What's going on with you, Nip? Ain't shit, you know, pop a bit. He's about to take you out like Cain did Abel. If people were watching on audio, Nip uh, Sun Wyatt just uh, he got a bat and is putting the screws on Nip right now. It's looking like police brutality. Cool out, man. You know, your neighborhood, whatever. I don't know, man. We in here. I'm trying to protect myself. I forgot the missus had a uh, nail appointment, so you know, this daddy daycare right now. Young hey. Batman, there we go. Literally, yeah. <laughs> I can't be your Batman because I be robbing. Yeah. <laughs> you say what's up? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. You better go watch Dizzy Junior. Give me this. Go watch Dizzy Junior. <laughs> They're gonna make a gif of that every time you come up with a, a hot take. All the the nip haters gonna put the. Call white gift. They're gonna put the call white. Why run? Why run up on a Mister Butcher? <laughs> all right, folks. So we got a, a nice pack show for you all today. Um, let's get right into it, gentlemen. So we've seen two juggernauts, a, a popular social media, beginning to clash online. I'm talking about none other than Dr. Umar Johnson and Kevin Samuels. So I'm gonna go ahead and open it up with. Um, Umar Johnson's post on Instagram. Let's go ahead and read this. This is a quote. There is a growing beta male YouTubian community <laughs> that is creating a sector dedicated to slandering and criticizing black women who don't emulate Eurocentric standards of beauty and success. Unfortunately, many sisters have become prey for these coons due to an unconscious need for male validation. Black women, you don't need a man to validate your worth. Now, at the time this is recorded, I don't know if Kevin has rebutted that yet, but I wanted to get you all's opinion on this. What do you think is going on? Look, man, I'm just going to keep it a buck. Like, whenever it's hard for me with Dr. Umar, because, like, every time I hear from Dr. Umar, man, the, the I feel like it's, it's on some scheme or some gimmick, like, is on some like either trying to get his name in it because I think even when he made the post verbally, he even had to make it make sure he shouted out that he was at you know the Frederick Douglass School of the Youth or whatever he was. Like, I don't know if he trained an X-Men in there or what, because we ain't never seen Ned Joker be in that school because it ain't it ain't finished been built yet. But I always feel like he on one. So like when I see Dr. Umar, man, he, he kind of give me, you know, this kind of feel, man. Donations, 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 gifts, gifts, gifts. So it's always hard for me to really be feeling them like that. But um, hold on, wait, wait, before you go, hold on. So 
Jay, you're telling me you think that Dr. Umar is officially the Charles Xavier of the Malcolm X Men. Is that what you tell me? I think we need to end the show because ain't nothing gonna be funny in after the rest of the show, guys. So it's all downhill from here. Oh my god. Yeah, that's next thing you know, Dr. Umar will be riding out in the wheelchair and we know it's official. But no, like it's just it's giving out red lobster gift cards. Who gives no all right? I mean, I don't want to sound crazy and shit. Are we still eating at Red Lobster? Gifts. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know. Well, you know what? Red Lobster did get a boom when Beyonce put the lid into her her lyric because, you know, she pretends like she still eats at Red Lobster when we know goddamn well she ain't eating at no Red Lobster. But I, I guess we still eating at Red Lobster. I mean, I like Ruth Chris, the new Red Lobster. Like, oh, that's, oh, you got to go to Ruth Chris. Da, da, da. Gifts. Well, I, I, I'm not eating at Red Lobster. That's dead. I yeah. But all right, yeah, go ahead with you saying, bro. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is I think at this point, man, like Dr. Umar come with that, and it, it just felt like caping. And I think part of it is what's quietly not being said out loud is most of the people that are supporting that school are women. Like a huge portion of his donations come from women. That's probably who gave him the Red Lobster one because ain't no dude giving him no other dude no Red, Red Lobster, Lobster right. gift card, right. man. But you're going to feed the school with Red Lobster? Fuck out of here. So... He need to get his belly full for all this scamming. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I got my slippers on order, so he got me. But nah, it just <laughs> it just feel like it's on some skeptical. So you come out at Kevin Samuels, who's probably the hottest dude on the streets right now when it comes to in, in that sphere. Mm-hmm. And then you clap at him to be like, oh, well, you know, they just putting down. And now he don't say it direct. He don't call his name. So let's give him that respect. He don't say his name. He's speaking to, I guess, all of them in that group because there's a couple of them like i think it's a show, show the youtubians yeah yeah the show called like the roommates and uh well i forgot what the chick name is like shabazz ali or something like that she's been going at women for years uh black women at years so i think he didn't call his name but you know when he say that everybody knows who he's kind of talking about how you gonna get mad dr umar at a dude that has an opinion and quote unquote if you think it's certified or not it don't really matter these people call him he not running down on women in the street being like, oh, you ain't shit. Like, they call him and they ask him for his advice. So why are you mad at them giving their opinion based off a woman calling them and telling, basically telling their own business in the streets? Like, so what, is, what should Kevin Samuels do then, Dr. Umar? Like, they come and say, I want a guy making six figures, but I got two kids by two different baby fathers, but that shouldn't matter. Like, like what, what should like, you and start and caping and about? And like in the street. Yeah, like, you're the most... Un- underrated John person Kofi. on this planet so by that means then we you know what you're right you should get the six-figure brother that you know will take care of your kids and be a good dad because you know black women are just so like oh, I, I don't get what dr umar's like beef is like these these dudes ain't raining down on black women black women are calling them asking them for advice or trying to battle them and they keep he keeping it a buck from his point of view regardless if you agree or not mm-hmm. it ain't like again he ain't running down on these chicks man yeah i don't to be honest, I don't put much stock. It's entertainment to me, both yeah. of them. Whether it's Kevin says we want to like I'm not taking this shit and applying it to my life. Like, oh, I, he got a WrestleMania. Like, I, like, come on, man. It's just, they, they internet personalities. Like, who cares what they talking about? But yeah, I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't really care. I, like. <laughs> it's Umar Johnson, bro. Like, uh, who is sitting here valuing this man's opinion? Who values this <clears throat> ACDC ass Kevin Samuels and shit? Like, I don't even really think you really like women for real. Like, I, 
Side note on that, uh, you don't think he likes women, so my barber listened to it. He he usually comments, whatever, but I went to the shop and got a little tied up a little bit. And he said he don't think Kevin Samuels is gay. He said he just feel like Kevin Samuels moves in his mannerisms is like a pimp. And some of those pimps be kind of like a little flagrant with their movements. That that was his take on it. So I don't know I what your you. thoughts on that. I hear you, but no, nah, bro. The pictures when he in the picture with his hand like this and shit, like that's not pimp shit. No, nah, that's not. This shit, no, nah. no, bro, no. That shit is flagrant. Nah, you playing on the other side. You playing on the other side of the fence, my man. Like I, I'm sorry, oh, he, get, he got the shiny nail polish on and all that. <laughs> he got his. He got the, the clear coat at the bottom on his jacket, bottom buttoned up and all that with the just for me. No, 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 no. Nah, bro. No. No. Brother don't even like he own a pair of butters. Nah. No way. <laughs> no way. I pay $100 million that nigga pull some butters out of his closet. Oh, oh, oh. Slow down. Kamala pulled out some butters. So slow down. So I'm not even gonna talk about that. First of all, she had butt naked. She didn't have real butter. Like if you was black, you should have known her shits had the single sole with no levels on the top. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Everybody should have knew she was fouled in. You know what I'm saying? She brought up the goddamn the, the, the butters with the curry spice and shit. Ain't that some Indians the, the curry spice? Yeah. <laughs> Come on here with them butt naked acting like she getting my butter. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, bro. I'm tired of I'm, I'm, don't get me started on that lady, man. You already knew I was about to go the fuck off. <laughs> she, had the, she had the masala butters on. On that yeah. fucking lady, man. The butter chickens, though. No. <laughs> oh man, yeah, this is wild. I mean, just looking at it, it's very entertaining. I hope they do like a lot of videos, and, and I want to see like some real fake beef going on on Instagram. I want them to have the clips going on. I want to see the mean game real strong. From all the fans and stuff. I'm Ideally, what I want to happen on the next Triller celebrity fight, they gotta get in the ring. <laughs> that would be the ultimate right there. Because look, it, it satisfies a lot of the requirements, right? Umar will get a, a ton of money for their school. He just got signed a contract, so that would be funny. But yeah, I, I think Kevin was uh, Samuel's uh, responded to uh, Umar like um, something like you know uh, he he, he kind of pulled Umar's card and was like. You talking about the same man that got two baby mothers, like got two kids by two different baby mamas, and people then donated to his uh thing and ain't seen a brick yet be built. And like I think that was the original drink that had him that had Umar getting spicy and shit. I don't think mm. he said nothing after he after he did the video with the beta males and all that shit. Oh, okay, okay. I think that was the response to him saying all that. Like, you want me to talk to you, the pinch pan after pin bit papa and all that shit with Kevin Samuels and all that. I think that was the response to that. <laughs> he gonna show up like the Undertaker. Y'all seen that little uh that ring when it got like the Undertaker little bell and he just comes yeah. in the frame. <laughs> yeah, or the Steve Harvey joint where he was like distracted and she was shaking the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh dog, come on. That man. joke's so funny. That clip <laughs> he's so he said, no, he said, Dwayne, she look on his divorce. <laughs> How your man gonna start barking, man? <laughs> but no, you know what's wrong with that? You know she done that before. Like, that was, she pulled it off too smooth. Like, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was so funny. Oh, my um, goodness. I know, Chris, I know you You, you sent us something on uh, uh about the, uh, the Dr. Umar thing. With uh, with the comedians uh, spoofing them, clowning them, both of them. Oh yeah, the Atheon Crockett and uh, Spice Adams, they are crazy. But did you see how spicy Atheon was? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the... 
he's spicy. It's Kevin Sane was spicy. That's a zesty ass nigga, man. Oh man, <laughs> that nigga zesty. I mean, more power to him, but that would that joint was funny. Atheon is a fool. Like, <laughs> here we got the clip. Yeah, I think we got the clip here for you. <laughs> so, <laughs> just staring at each other. <laughs> The original, the, the, it's the standoff. Peace and black power. Peace and black power. Peace and black thinking? power. It is the prayer <laughs> and Africanism. King Kong consciousness. Intercontinental pancakes. Baba Tunde. Notorious Roy G. Biz. Now, uh, here, here, first off, I'm, 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 I'm tired. I'm tired of, 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 of the, the degradation of black women, of our queens. The reason that you are here, so-called Dr. Devin Samuel, self-proclaimed doctor. Where does your doctorate come from? Huh? You, you 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 are uncertified. You are unqualified, and you call yourself a relationship guru. You 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 YouTubians and <laughs> y'all you, kill me, man. Y'all y'all giving the wrong advice, black man. You're tearing down our queens, and I'm trying to build them up, but you tearing them down. You should be ashamed of yourself. I'm sick to my stomach that I even have to talk to you on this Instagram. <laughs> what, what do you have to say for yourself, Dr. Devin Samuels? I, where, did, where did the doctor even come from? Huh? I'm a, I... <laughs> <laughs> okay. a little sound effects because the truth hurts. If you're scared, go to church. <laughs> I know the truth hurts. But your degradation of all black queens <laughs> can be no longer. Think, man. Think. The reason why you're here is because of a black queen. And you tear down every time you can. You should be ashamed of yourself. Devin. Are you finished? <laughs> I'm not done. You right. Took when, since when did you become a relationship guru? When did that take about it? The only guru I know is, is from Gangstar. <laughs> how are you the relationship guru? When? How? Who? Why? Well, I'm, I'm happy you asked that. Um, when was the last time you saw any of your children? that you have had with these same black queens that you claim to build up. I, 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 I see my kids every day. What you not going to every day. No, 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 no,
the supermarket. The <laughs> all right, all right. I'll give you a little bit of that. <laughs> yeah, so this is just entertainment. Hopefully, they really do do like a live together or something because that would just be funny. It'd be a good old time. Get a nice drink, get some quality entertainment there. I think they're both pretty funny. We've seen, you know, you know, Dr. Umar's stick. And then with Kevin Samuels, like you said, the people are going to him. But with social media, everybody wants to be seen and on the latest wave. So, of course, he's going to have a bunch of people going to his platform. Oh, I want to be on the camera. I want Kevin Samuels to rip me a new one on can so I can, you know, get popping and all this kind of stuff. So it's just it's just silly to me. But I think it's all in good fun. It'll be interesting to see the outcome. But definitely I, I need them to at least do WrestleMania or the next trailer fight, one of those two. <laughs> no, nah, hopefully, hopefully. I was trying to find a clip of your man being distracted. Motherfucker <laughs> 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 barking, man. That's crazy. What, what else we got on tap? Hey, so we had uh, a huge announcement. Um, I think it was on Twitter. J. Cole said he's dropping on the 17th, I believe. May 17th with his next project. He said it's been a long time coming for this one. Um, I know a bunch of his fans are super excited about this. I like J. Cole. I'm not a, uh, I won't call myself like a huge fan, but I do enjoy his music. So I definitely will be listening uh, when his next project drops. Um, so that being said, do we think he's the first of the wave of big artists that are going to be dropping this year? Or do you think he's just kind of be, off on his own and the rest of people going to feel out how his rollout goes and, you know, kind of plan their route of attack from there. What do y'all think? Uh, I'm sure. I don't listen to white rappers. <laughs> <laughs> Just so people know, Nick is a firm believer in that uh, you are the womb you rode in on. So um, <laughs> I think J. Cole Mama's white. <laughs> so Nick. Nip is not into, uh, I guess, like you said, white rappers. Mm, so, mm, mm. Um, no, I, <clears throat> I listened to the single. Uh, I wasn't impressed. Oh, he had a single? I didn't even listen to yeah, that. He dropped, he dropped a single. It was like a little, it was like two minutes or something like that. I, I wasn't that impressed with it, but um, <laughs> I don't know. I haven't liked, well, I guess we're talking about whether. The big guys and we could talk about the rest. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, I haven't I haven't been wowed by a J. Cole project in a minute. Like I like his mixtapes. Mm-hmm. I think the last thing I really listened to and enjoyed might have been the uh what was that like Friday Night Lights or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, was that was that was the last mixtape, but that was his first album. Then it was a mixtape, I think. Oh right, yeah, 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 but I don't think I once he went to Crooked Smile and all that shit, I was cool off J. Cole. Mm-hmm. But um as far as other people dropping, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think it's gonna start rolling down now. Like, uh, I think Philly's opening up today, like full, whatever. I know the South, y'all been open down there, mm-hmm. um, so I think they, they can start playing like festivals and concerts and all that shit again. So mm-hmm. I think that's why everybody was holding their music because you can't, they couldn't tour off of the music. Mm-hmm. So I think now that everything's starting to open back up, they're gonna start, they'll start dropping, especially the closer we get to summer. Mm-hmm. It'll be a lot more big name drops coming down. Right. Yeah, I think his first one was the 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 come up, I think was his first album. I think so. Okay. <laughs> so I mean you right there on it. Uh yeah, I mean that's easy. I think you hit right on the head. I think more artists are gonna come because I think the reason the big artists did not drop 
I was actually talking to my one of my brother-in-law this weekend about that, and um, he was saying, mentioned about the J. Cole drop, and I was he was saying, oh, he thinks he gave some reason that I said, man, nah, the reason is these people pump a lot of money behind these big artists, and the way they recruit a lot of their money is tours. tours and right. if you can't tour, they're not gonna give you make help help you make a two million dollar album and then pray that it gets streamed enough that they can make some profit. Like they need to guarantee it by mm -hmm. a tour. So if touring's coming back, the big artists are going to start dropping again. The only question I would have is just, I guess, on two folds is that is the music we're going to get from these big artists like recently recorded or is the music we're going to get like stuff they wouldn't anticipate to drop? Then COVID hit and they just didn't want to drop it because they knew they couldn't tour on it. Like, are we going to get real shit? Are we going to get some watered down, back of the aisle, like album was ready nine, ten months ago? Maybe we just add a couple of Lucy's on it and make it Phil Martin and then drop an album. So that's my only thought process is when was the when were these albums really recorded kind of idea? Well, I think if you think if you if you think about the main like the real big artists, I don't think it I don't think a eight, nine, ten year month span is going to change how relevant the music is. Yeah, I think it'll all be still sound pretty recent. And when you're talking about like. The main one I'm waiting for is Kendrick, which I don't even know if he's going to drop or not. Mm -hmm. um, but y'all don't think under these circumstances, like, yeah, I think in the average box, yeah, but in these circumstances, like with COVID, the Trump thing, like we had a lot of things happening this year. Like mm -hmm. that album coming out now, I feel like if you recorded this 10 months ago, it ain't the same vibe as what we're dealing with right now. In my in yeah. my opinion, now that's my if, thought. If you if you're talking rap, how many COVID bars or Trump bars you gonna put in there? Like it might be a song that might you might drop a couple drinks in there, but if you're talking about like timeless music, timeless music rarely is is like specific to like a single incident. You know what I'm saying? Like when you look when you go back and you listening to like let's take Kendrick for example, when you listening to Good Kid or if you're listening to Pimp a Butterfly. It was relevant to the time then, and it's still relevant now, and it speaks to shit from the past and all that. Like, it, I don't think that eight or nine, ten months is going to – I don't think that they should go specifically speaking about those points. Like, it shouldn't be a whole album about like COVID or white people being racist or Trump and shit like that. <laughs> but like, it's a cold Ain't that what you do? Ain't that cold you know gimmick? Mm-hmm. Be your conscious, yeah, yeah. Ain't that his like thing? I ain't gonna call it a gimmick. Ain't that like his thing though? Yeah, I don't listen to Cole, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, I hear like, some of his shit, but I don't, I don't go back to a Cole album and listen to that shit. Like, I still go back and listen to Pimp. I still go back and listen to Good Kid, Man City. I don't go back and listen to J Cole albums. That who was that? Kids do drugs sometimes, or kids on KOD. What was that shit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, KOD. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like. <laughs> It's not a timeless album. I don't think Cole has a timeless album. has a classic album out. Correct me Ooh. if I'm wrong, but I don't think he has a classic album. I, I, like, man, I'm not shit, a, I'm... like he goes platinum because like like people are sheep. Like people can go out and buy an album. But if you like how many of those people really go back and listen to a Cole album for the bars? Like nobody yeah. when you talk about greatest album, every time you listen to the greatest, has he even had an album of the year nomination? I think so. Yeah, I think AOD off the top of my head. Nominated. I mean, like in rap. Sorry, in rap album. Yeah, I don't think that's he's ever had. I, wow. I think right. I, I want to say that I can. Like, we can. That's, you probably, talk, it, probably it probably did. But I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think that I don't think that they should go back 
I don't think artists should go back and touch it up to 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 speak on those things. This is like when I watch TV shows and they start implementing like the mask and all that shit and the pandemic bullshit. It's like, all right, like I don't really want it. Like we get enough of that mm-hmm. shit in real life, man. I, mm-hmm. I don't I don't need it in, in in the art that I that I that I that I consume. If you want to throw a bar here and there, you want to make a little verse or something. As I don't really listen to new R and B, whatever the fuck they do in R and B, I dig it, but. I don't right. think they should go back and address the the incidents over the, over the last year. I, I mean, I know we don't really respect it, but just going to it for Grammys, uh, he was up for Best New Artist, Best Rap Song for Power Trip, Best Rap Album, uh, Forest Hills Drive. That's my favorite uh, project, uh, is Forest Hills Drive. And I think that's the only album I see that's been listed for uh anything best rapping for the grammy so yeah i think the follow-up <laughs> yeah the follow-up on what dip was saying um i feel like if artists don't have anything poignant to say about some of the stuff that's been going on here recently then it's probably best to try and keep their body of work as cohesive as possible like you say you wouldn't want to have somebody have like damn near a masterpiece and then the last two tracks is tacked on because they wanted to jump on the, the COVID bandwagon or something like that. Yeah, just to have it on there. Now, if they got, like, some real fire or some real, like, classic timeless media about, you know, COVID or everything that's going on with the police and all that kind of stuff, then, yeah, definitely include that. But like you said, I don't think from our major artists, I don't think their, pro- their projects are going to lack any if they don't include anything about COVID. I mean, most of the people the biggest artists they've already spoken you know they speak about racism and that's been going on since before covid anyway so i'm sure we'll see some of those things carry over but yeah i mean if they, unless they don't have anything like something really fire and important and you know uh clever to say about it i'd rather them not try and tack it on there it's cool if they during the recording process had it in there and it's like okay yeah this was hitting we needed to hear this or Wow, that take was crazy. You know, I'm glad they put it in. But outside of that, I don't really want to hear any of that. Um, with regard well, to mean, before we jump, like let me one, I think it's one people, but like to my point of it, like, I think you guys are stuck up on like, oh, it has to be a COVID bar truck. I'm talking about I can't hear a nigga on his album talking about being at the club popping bottles. Nigga, we've been inside for a year. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. What's about COVID changing the source of your material? Like, you can't give me like you can't give me stuff that you really ain't doing because niggas ain't outside. We ain't Doing, we still get music like that though now. Oh, that, that's my that's the point I'm trying to get mm-hmm. at is like if you got a whole album full of that, then you probably recorded that before COVID really hit hard. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see anybody really going. I hate to use her name in a musical argument, but it's the reason why Taylor Swift albums sound like she's been in the cabin in the woods. Bitch probably was in the cabin in the woods recording this shit. Like cats ain't like like I said, that's my point. I'm trying to say is that like it, it albums now have a COVID feel. People are talking about more encampment. More like struggle, more depression, more anxiety, all that stuff because people are stuck inside. Even your, even when your Conway album that you love so much, the new one, Kanye's, I mean, uh, Conway's album is spitting real stuff, but you could tell it is a, it's a spit from the fiends got to have it, even though we in a pandemic. Yeah, that's like, that's true, but it's still. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, does it have that vibe? That's what I'm talking about. Does it have that COVID vibe? That blah blah blah, blah vibe to it? I don't think they necessarily need that vibe. I think the only yeah, thing that will really date them would be like features, but I don't. I don't want to hear no depressing shit, man. I ain't gonna lie. Like, I don't listen. Like, I listen to my music for certain real shit. Like, if it's real shit, I listen to it. It's cool as jamming. But most of the shit I listen to, 
Man, just take me on a journey. I'm on here. I listen to all drug dealing, shoot them up, <laughs> put them in the trunk, cut their fingers off. Like, I'm not, I ain't not never sold a near crack cocaine in my life. <laughs> but I would, I don't know, between six o'clock and seven o'clock when I'm riding to work, I think I'm Pablo Escobar. You know, <laughs> I'm the hardest dope dealing. But, but a lot of your artists but, that you listen to that do that shit, I'm not saying they chopping people up, putting them in their trunk, but. They've been in the game and they know how the game go. They know the right. horror stories. They know what's going on in the block. Blah blah. J Cole ain't that rapper, true. So he got to talk about shit he relate to. And if you're gonna give me an album that was from the now, which you're relating now in your life, which him being trying to be more of a family man, it's the reason why we fucking hated Chance's album. He was on that family shit. He Chance rapped about the shit he's doing now, no. and we was like, fuck out of here. Nah, and I, you could rap about family shit. That. that shit was just doo doo. Uh, you can I, rap I agree. about family shit. You can <laughs> rap about family shit, and that shit still be hard. It's a lot of people. Yeah. T Grizzly, the, the new T Grizzly album. T Grizzly talk about being a new dad, being happy that the person that he has a kid with is somebody he's in love with. But the shit is hard. It's jamming. But do it's you fuck with that album? Like, huh? Do you fuck with the new T Grizzly album? Yeah, I like it. Oh, okay. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it in my my top five albums of all time. But for what it is, for them, will you revisit that album? I have within the last week. Like, will I come back <laughs> hey, next year? Matches, the bro. intro? Yes. The intro is jammed. Seven months from now, you will listen His to that album. The like intro that. is hard. The intro is hard as shit. Like, it's a couple songs in there. Yeah, I'll come back to. Will I? Is it an album? Like, is it a no-skip album? No, it's not a no-skip album. All of that. Are there songs that I put on a playlist album. to come back to on a workout or if I'm just chilling, drinking, smoking, something like that? Yeah, I'll def- it's a couple songs and I, I definitely will come back to Chances album, I don't even think I finished the whole I haven't I couldn't tell you one <laughs> song on that shit. Either. I'm sorry. I just know the hot shower one. That's it. No. I don't even know what that is. Oh, I know what you want. I think I, yeah, that was one of the singles. That's what was on. Mm-hmm. But that, that's my only thought process. It's just that it if you go if you are artists that talk about what you do and your relatability, which Cole is one, Kendrick's another one. I I can I, I feel like we're gonna tell if it's and I want I can't think of the album. It was a Wayne album that was like that recently. That you could tell Wayne recorded that. I think it was one of the Carters, the last Carter. You could tell Wayne recorded that way back and just was oh, like, yeah, I'm gonna drop it. And then you could feel it. And that's the point I'm trying to get to. Yeah, but that was different. That was uh, what you call had his shit tied up. I, I agree. I'm just saying yeah. again, but so you can sometimes that was like, the music is dated. Yeah, but that was years. That wasn't like six months. That shit was like five, seven years he held that shit in there. I'm using it as an example of how oh, yeah. your music is dated. That's all I'm saying is that I, feel- I wonder if Cole's album is going to feel dated or not, depending when he released it. And all these big artists that are dropping, because a lot of big artists don't got time to sit around for months and redo an album. They mm-hmm. usually have their album creating time, and then they have other shit they got to do. That's the only concern I'm at for all of them is that, will these albums feel dated? That's all I was saying. It's possible, but I think if you if you if you're making classic music, if you're making timeless music, I don't think it may feel a little dated, but I think it'll still be. You'll still know the quality music when you when you hear it. It'll still. Yes. Be I mean, well, that you'll, that you'll let's, go just, back to. let's call a spade a spade. The only jokers making real classic like hip hop albums and stuff like that is the jokers that we know that all they do is rap and sit in the lab all day. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, let's be real. So the Griselda cats that we rocks with. That's true. I, outside of them, I'm really don't. I can't really name nobody who's making classic hip hop right now because most of the jokers that we trust on, they got more other shit to do than just sit down and be in the studio all day. Yeah. 
Mm. I know we're gonna yeah. go ahead and try to figure some, but I, yeah, I, don't I was trying, yeah, I was trying to, yeah. I don't Nas's last album was all right, it wasn't a classic, it was just good because the other two albums before that was so shitty, it was so garbage. Yeah. yeah, we was like, Oh, it's good to have Nas back on an average level again, like, mm-hmm. but I, but I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I'm here for it. I'll listen to J. Cole album at least, give it once over. I, I don't really listen to J. Cole album after I go through it once, and then we'll probably review it here on the show. So it is what it is, okay. All right, well, I think we have some. Some good points, and hopefully he is the first in the wave of the majors to drop. Because I definitely want to hear some they, new Kendrick. And they, they need to have a uh, they need to have a petition for him to stop using the N word too. Oh, uh, here we go. Mm. Moving on. <laughs> 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 Moving on. So we got this random, 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 random message in the group chat the other day, talking about some Stevie Wonder versus Marvin Gaye, and. None other than Big J talking about, you know, I was rolling with Marvin, but dang, you know, I think Stevie might have him. Of course, Stevie's got him. <laughs> Thank you. Like, what, what, are you like, what are you talking about? Talking about? <laughs> what was he thinking about? Y'all bought it on Marvin this now. Stop it. Y'all like, bought it real close to disrespectful now. Watch how y'all trend from this point on, y'all. y'all get <laughs> So of course he got it. What were we talking about here? All right, question. If you about to get some chicks draws, who you putting on? Oh, Marvin. Okay, so he don't totally got him. Because he's not every single facet. Don't mean he totally got him now. Let's be completely honest. That's one specific. Okay, let me okay, moment in life. He, of course he got him. That means it don't matter what you do, Stevie got the he got the juice. So let's stop here. But we just of course he got him. Jump we talk- here. All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we talking about Versus style, like your top 20 versus my top 20. Yeah, that's what we we're talking about. Talking. The total embodiment of, 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 uh, uh, um, no, I'm talking versus status because again, Marvin's dead. Stevie got a million albums, right? That's what I'm but, saying. Stevie I'm got, got, he got albums from when he was 20. 14 to when he got them 82. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm talking versus, yeah. not no versus. I'm talking versus like 20 to 20. Still top 20? No. Nah. No, nah, if you talk about some love making or something like that, yeah, but you talking about jamming? No, nah, no way. No way Marvin's touching Stevie, dog. Again, so it's Chris, because before Chris interjected himself into the topic, at <laughs> first I was leaning Marvin, but I was like, I think Stevie got him. That was the full context of it. I said that. But the original thing, when you think of like soul classics, especially growing up in D.C., the right. first name is going to jump to your lips is Marvin Gaye. So when my when my, my brother-in-law said, hey, y'all should talk about Stevie versus Marvin Gaye. And I was like, huh, that's interesting. I'm like, oh, but I mean, my first thought is I'm running to Marvin in my head because I didn't actually play Marvin with actually ladies and it got, you know, it works. But then after I start going down, like, you know, I mean, hell, song and, songs in A minor alone probably gets Marvin out the box for at least eight songs off the rip. Like, I started thinking about it more. I would leave, I leave Stevie, but I don't think it's a slam dunk because if you know in verses, if you pick the right songs or the right things, you can get a couple of W's. And I think if especially the first, let's say Stevie gets the first 10 and he runs the first 10, Marvin could probably still about five of those. Does Marvin have 20 though? I'm trying, I'm looking at the list right now. Does he got 20? <laughs> you got to put the national anthem on. <laughs> Yeah, you, you can't put hey. National Anthem on there. No. Hey, that National Anthem was smooth, no. though. Stop it. Stop it now. Yo, all I need to get by, Ain't No Mountain High Enough, Great Vine, How Sweet It Is To Be Loved By You. Uh, 
what we got? Oh, so sexual healing. Sexual healing. On? Um, uh, shit. Uh, was I want to be where you're at? I want to be. Um, was it? Uh, damn, I can't think. I'm trying to think of songs even off that album now. Um, shit, I, I had this conversation two days right, ago. What's, so. what's going on? Mercy, mercy, me. Distant lover. Yeah, he got twenty. And then some of them is some. Deep oh yeah, cuts after that, the dance, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Some deep cuts that we man, with that is like, but you talking about? Oh, oh no, 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 ain't that peculiar? Right, stubborn kind of fella. Like, I mean, again, he got twenty now. Again, nah, bro, Sir Duke ass. You are nah, man. It's a blowout, bro. I'm sorry, I can't do it. Now, if it comes to love making songs, yes, I, Marvin has way better love. Put the lights on, put the burn the candles, start whispering her ear songs. Yes. Anything past that, he's getting his ass smoked. But that's what he, that, that's what he's gonna lean into. <laughs> what you sing when it's my birthday? What you sing when it's my birthday? When your daughter's birthday, what you sing? What you pulling out the bag, Jay? Come on, man. My, 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 my kid's half white. You, I'm pulling out regular happy birthday, nigga. Stop it. <laughs> you know you're giving one version. I, I, I see where you're trying to go with it. <laughs> you need to ask Nip that question. You don't know how to do any of that shit you talk about. We you at least give him the refrain. We're not doing that at the all. Three chorus. You don't hit the family. Nip's kids are doing that. My kids. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Like, so stop it, Greg. What are we going to? Yeah, we're going to that. We're going to happy birthday to you. Now, Nip's family. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's definitely some soul claps over here. Right. We have a family. We run over here. Everybody get uh, two hot dogs, a sheet cake, and a hug. <laughs> <laughs> this traditional black birthdays around these parts. No, just know what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, again, like I said, again, as I thought about it further, I, again, just songs in A minor, that album alone, is probably going to give Stevie about five to six dub, uh, W's right there. Like, mm-hmm. and that's, and I mean, I mean, granted, that's one of his greatest albums, but still, like, oh, songs I, in the key of life. Like, off, off yeah, the yeah. I don't even know if that's still my favorite Stevie album, but yeah, songs in the key of life is hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I th- I'm thinking Alicia Keys. Alicia songs Keys, Keys shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But no, nah, nah, I just thought it was an interesting take because he was before like, oh, this first finale, Intervisions. What was the joint that happened right before he, he almost got smoked? That was Intervisions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the yeah. car crash when the, when yeah. the joint hit him in the head and shit. Intervisions? Yeah, yeah, dog. Nah, nah, nah. Marley <laughs> don't, Mark, nah. Oh, so, what's, so what's y'all score then? If it were to do a versus, what, what would y'all score then? I think it's it, probably like... Mm. Hold on, let me see. Marvin's going to win. Let me see. Sexual healing is a, is, a, is a point. Yeah, that's a dub regardless, I feel like, against most of... That's like his strongest out in the me. No, yeah. that, Mercy Me, Mercy, Mercy Me, and, and what's going and on. Blue, and it's, it's, stuff that, is tough. It's, it's stuff that Stevie, like, everything Stevie got is a point. As? Superstition? What the fuck is being superstition? Oh, yeah. Like, what are we talking about here? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I give it 15.5. All right, Chris, what you got? Yeah, about 15.5. I think that for me personally, I think I'm probably going. I mean, I know I'm going 13.7, Stevie, but 13.7. Okay. 
I'll, I'll accept that. It's ribbon in the sky. Oh no, 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 no. It's harder because we in Tuesday we will play. We don't know what Stevie or anybody representing him would actually play, or who people representing Marvin would actually play. So it's harder. Hey, yeah. look. Hey, hold up. Whatever. What if they was doing the verses and uh, somebody handed Stevie the list? He started looking at. <laughs> I, I, no, him. Him. I don't Stevie think Stevie see, all the way blind anyway. I see I Stevie wanted to drive in a car. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Shit, bro. I, I said him. he was driving. <laughs> I ain't believe it. Said, uh, said what's up to Shaq in the in the elevator? How you know that's Shaq, yeah. Nick? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. You got seismic radar. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, I thought this, you, have you seen that the Dion Cole special where he talked about what Stevie stole the girl from him? Yeah, yeah. And I thought he was playing. He's posted the picture of him and Stevie. Like, he really yeah. knows still, like, Stevie really took this girl. Mm. Like, yeah, ain't Stevie no way. Stevie, nah, bro, I'm sorry. Stevie ain't no way Stevie, Stevie blind for real, bro. Yeah, he yeah, don't yeah. never fall off stage. He don't trip <laughs> over the piano. Right, <laughs> <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> Look, yeah. I didn't see him motherfuckers that could see fall off stage. And this exactly. blind okay, fell off the stage exactly. in 60 years. Exactly. Hey, no, that joke is Ain't fell off the stage. Ain't tripped over the piano. Or right, the right. Cord, <laughs> a mic cord, nothing. Yeah, nah, bro. I'm with you. Nah. They was like, "Oh man, being blind is in." Look at Ray Charles, and that's where that's where the gimmick came from. I'm sticking with that story. I don't right. no facts, nothing on it. I'm just sticking with it. it was like, man, <laughs> that blind nigga over there selling a bunch. We got to get blind. <laughs> and they and they just kept the lie up to this point. They <laughs> fuck that man. man. See if you can see. That's funny. All right. Well, we'll put a button on that. Moving on. So, um, Jay, why don't you introduce this one? Because I know you saw a recent story that's kind of alarming. Oh, yeah. So I was just, you know, going through the interwebs and I guess the gentleman who's accused or allegedly killed Pop Smoke said he was trying to rob him for his uh, diamond studded Rolex. And with that information, Chris hit, you know, with pseudonym Slimhead with a good thing. He's like, you know, what is hip hop? What is jewelry's place in hip hop? Like in general, just open ended. And so for, for me, I'm going to be real with you. For me. Jewelry is probably the thing that attracted me most to hip hop because I'm not a jewelry dude. I don't wear no well, except for my wedding ring. I don't wear no chains. I don't wear nothing. Mm -hmm. But seeing like Run DMC pop up with the, with with the chains and like the Adidas and how fresh and clean they were, going to my man LL, rocking them too. Like any artist that I, I rocks with, it was always a they always felt like they was like put together. Mm -hmm. And part of that essential being put together list. Was rocking the chain. Hell, even going back to my first memories of uh Tony's best friend, Michael Jordan, it was Michael Jordan with the hair with the fucking chain, like mm, looking sure. real, looking real hood, looking real straight off the farm. Like, so for me, hip hop, like without the I hate to say it, without the chain or the or the at least the iced up wrist or it's something, the I feel grills. like you, you really ain't made it as a hip hop artist unless you got that that piece. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, when you have that vision of your favorite rapper, I'm pretty sure you see him envisioning your mind, and you can you can even tell what jewelry they got on in that photo that you remember him from. So, I mean, jewelry is pretty much the quintessential bragging piece, but also the quintessential set your outfit on fire kind of spot. And if you don't got the jewelry, like I feel like it, you it, it, you lack in there. You you're not looking you're not looking like you're supposed to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I've never been a, 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 a jewelry cat. I don't I don't wear no rings and earrings and all that shit. But yeah, that's it's definitely a even from when, you know, from motherfuckers taking other motherfuckers' chains or when you get put on you know, on in a um 
in a uh, like a new uh, label or something like that. They give you like they give you a Rockefeller chain or a cash money chain or something like that. It's, it's definitely the the jewelry is definitely a essential part of um of hip hop, especially the you know the icon the, the gold rope and the Cuban link and all that mm -hmm. shit. The presidential Roly. I think those are probably the three most iconic pieces that you can um have besides the uh the T Pain big ass chain big ass <laughs> chain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> facts. Ludacris, yeah, so remember in that video, uh, stand up. He had uh, the little person on the chain, right, 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 right. right. midget on his uh, on his neck. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. That joke was wild. But yeah, yeah, I agree too. And one thing that's interesting, I was just thinking in my head too. You can kind of like if you were just just see a picture, right, of a rapper and what kind of jewelry they were wearing, you could on the rap timeline figure out about which era that person was in, right? Because when they started out, you know, they had the gold ropes, kind of moving towards the, you know, the Cubans, all that kind of stuff. Um, then the changes started getting bigger and bigger. I remember the G-Unit spinner, like that blew everybody's yeah, mind in yeah. middle school. Like, oh, whoa, you know, what's going on now? Nowadays, you know, you got the chokers, you got, you know, that kind of stuff, real blinged out chokers, real close on the neck, not so much the long stuff they're wearing. And like you said, all the different watches and everything like that. Um, I think jewelry is important to hip hop because hip hop is a braggadocious art form. You know, you're really trying to put yourself out there as a man, the ladies man. You know, you got the most money, the most cars or the flies, whatever, you know, the, the biggest chain, the biggest diamonds. So I think it's always going to have a part into it. Um, and when I was younger, I kind of thought a little bit different. I'm like, why do these people spend all this money on the jewelry? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just appreciates and everything like that. But we got to look at like, you know, other cultures, they would, you know, quote unquote, waste money too, right? It's not just only rappers who splurging out and, and want to do things like, okay, you got a huge ass yacht. Yeah. You can't take the yacht to the grave though. You know what I mean? It's certain, right. everybody spends on stuff. And I hate sometimes how rappers may get a, a, a bad name or be looked at as dumb because they like to spend their money on jewelry. Like everybody likes to spend money on things that, other people might turn their nose up at. So I'm kind of mm -hmm. having to change your heart going forward because I think Julie does have its place in hip hop and it's important. Um, and we see nowadays, you know, you can do both. You can have a ton of money spending on Julie and also be up on Dogecoin or something. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> Make a lot of money that way too. So I think it, I think it's cool. I wish though that um, <clears throat> rappers are a little bit more safe too going out because we've just seen way so many, you know, killings here lately. Of people trying to get other people's jewelry and all that kind of stuff, getting robbed, shot, and killed, and things like that. I think everybody should just move a little bit smarter, you know, have a lot more security, things like that. Because you spend a lot of money on this stuff, damn sure, best believe people are going to want to take it, especially coming out of a pandemic. You know, people hurting, not a lot of money as it is now. So I just want to see people move smarter. But I, I think hip hop and jewelry are intertwined. It's always going to be there. Well, also too, I mean, a lot of these cats, man, you you. You like like with last week's show, Nip was talking about Creed and he was shitting on how fake it is that they was eating in a spot that niggas known to get stick up boys. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like you, most most rappers in they in, in their areas and they, they know them spots, man. Yeah. But because they felt like they got clout or wherever they rap or the fact that they got money now, they can roll in them spots, man. And I don't blame the jewelry for the fact that they decide that they're too thorough now as a mm -hmm. celebrity, like you're not the you're not the D boy no more. You're not you're not the cat on the block anymore. That like people don't like they gonna get nothing off, or if they do get some off, they worried about the, the get back. Like you a celebrity now, so they get you 
what you gonna do? Get them back, and then now you going like the family gonna sue you now. Like it, it's a whole like you gonna lose your career. Like you got a lot to lose. So why put yourself in that position, knowing that the place that you came from, cats is hungry. Mm-hmm. You was that hungry cat at one time. That's why you hustled so hard to get out of it and to go back and you put yourself in. Like I said, I'm not blaming Pop Smoke. I'm not blaming the victims here. I'm just saying that you got to move smarter to, you know, to your point, Chris, like mm-hmm. you just got to make sure you know where you at. That's the same thing with all of us being black men. We know with certain parts and certain neighborhoods that we're going to drive through that we better goddamn do the speed limit, make sure every light is on our shit is working because we know one thing wrong we're going to get pulled over and it's going to be a situation like we know that it's just being average everyday cats like hey y'all driving that area i mean shit growing up virginia we all knew don't go into virginia because you know if you're going to virginia and you got dc tags them lights coming like it's just what it was so you got to move a little smarter man or just do the thing that a lot of cats need to do bite the bullet and just have security i don't like that rat face rainbow head cat but all the little antics he do he stay with mass security with him and at the end of the day, nobody got security, him. he got goddamn government with him. <laughs> again, and that's why ain't nobody ain't touched him because he should have been got touched up, but ain't nobody touched him yet. Because you think yeah, he got yes, he got the government with him, but whatever. He got he got other cats with guns that's willing to like to go to battle. So man, you just gotta be smart, man. But I like I said, but also all that stuff we're talking about, it is somewhat become a part of hip hop culture, man. Like going back and not being a sellout and showing that you can still sit on your block with all your riches and all that, that's become like a staple of, quote-unquote, being real in hip-hop, which is crazy to me because all you did was try to rap to leave that situation. Now you want to sit on a block with, with your riches in that situation. Like, it, it, it just don't make... I don't know. And maybe because I ain't a young dude and maybe because I was poor, but I wasn't poor, poor. So I, I don't... Maybe don't get it. Maybe that's just on me. Like, I, it's missing me, so. Yeah, I think, I mean, people can still... And if they want to visit, you know, they just got to be smart. They know where they're welcome and where they're not welcome and where people might do something or people not. I mean, life is life. You know, you can be doing everything right and something crazy still happen. I just think, you know, it's important to try and lessen that risk as much as possible. So if it takes you hiring a couple guards or something like that, if that'll help increase the odds of you getting back home, you know, enjoying some of the wealth that you built up and continue to have a long and successful career, then, hey, go ahead, just do it. But, yeah, good point. I, mean, I understand why you want to go. Like, I don't, like, it's not, it's not fun in fucking Wheaton. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, it's not fun in the suburbs. Like, I just keep it on. Like, it's not. Mm-hmm. There's nothing's going on. It's fucking crickets and shit. You liable to get pulled over for some bullshit out there. Like, it's just not. Yeah, I'm coming back to the hood. Why not? You got to worry about them jokers being green with envy, bro. Ain't that what Bootsy said? They got envy. They jealous, man. They got they if envious. I'm, if I'm young, if I'm 19, 20, 21, I got a couple dollars. The shorties is out. The bikes is out. The summer, like summertime in the, come on, bro. The bikes is out. You you got the you you get, come on bro nah 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 we back here we ain't going out <laughs> nah we ain't we ain't going out to the birds dog we not we not going out there we coming home <laughs> I hear you. we coming to party dog that's that's it all right everybody in DC remember this when Nip make it <laughs> coming home me and you Chris we gonna have to have a backup plan for this show then bro. <laughs> 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 oh man, hopefully no, right? <laughs> We're gonna move right along from that one. 
All right, rounding up our last topic. Um, so we just had, you know, Mother's Day this past Sunday. Shout out to all the moms out there. You know, Mama Kim, love you much. Uh, we actually got an announcement that Miss Claire Huxable was declared the greatest TV mom. Uh, gentlemen, go ahead and elaborate on this because I I don't know if well, it, it you know. Well, first of all, who 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 did who 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 did this? Where did this where did this report come from? Uh, this was on variety of some shit. <laughs> I want to say I think it was on Bossup, but I think they took that uh, took the article from somebody else. Go, go ahead and get your thoughts. I can tell you as I as I, I pull up the articles, I found out for you. Uh, all right. Let's get ready to get canceled. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. We need to cancel like the clary, the clacks on to come up. <laughs> There's. Ha ha. Oh, this was per Twitter. Hustle. So everybody on Twitter voted on this. Um, Who are the other they... options? I think they just asked him who was your number one TV mom, and then people started voting. So, yeah, I think that that's kind of how it went. And people started, and I guess Claire came up the most, basically. Do y'all feel like she's the greatest TV mom? <laughs> Look, see, here's the problem because my take is going to counteract your take because the person that I'm going to name. Because the reason why you think not the person I would name is going to have even more into your wheelhouse of why they are not. So I'm going to save mine till you get your shit off. I don't know what Chris thinks. I wouldn't. I was going to say, uh, honestly, I didn't even really watch the Cosby's like that growing up. Damn. Oh, you so, knew about Bill, huh? Yeah. What, yeah. You know what? So I'm going to start there. <laughs> I don't know what we doing here no more, man. I was saying. <laughs> I don't know what we doing here no more, man. When I think I of TV moms, Florida Evans comes to mind. You know, hard worker. Marge Simpson is funny. You know, she got to deal with the Simpsons. That's a funny one. Good TV um, mom, man. She deal with the shenanigans every day. Yeah, Homer. She picked a terrible husband, so you can't be a good mom. <laughs> like Homer, that. Homer going wild in the house. Um, Choking kids. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot out there, but um, I think that Claire does embody a lot of. Aspects you want to see an ideal mom, right? Um, but I think to me, I don't know. You got on Viv there too. Um, which one? That, see, that's mine. Dark skin on Viv is my my number one team. Yeah, I think she mom. had a more a little more flavor. But the, the reason why you're gonna say Claire is not, you can say for on Viv too. That's true, yeah. I mean oh, well, let's love my fire because we, we hold off. So I don't think that she, she was a career, she was a career woman. Like there wasn't much like I don't even remember Claire Hustle cooking a meal in the Cosby's. Like I I remember Bill or what was his name in the yeah, Bill, yeah, yeah. Cliff. Cliff, Cliff, that yeah, Cliff. Cliff was hooking up the spaghetti, the chilies. You know what I'm saying? Cliff was doing all the going to the games. He was in. He was the one that was in the house breaking up fights and, and, and having a. We, you seen Claire come in there a couple times and, and get at and get at Vanessa and all <laughs> that shit. But Cl Cliff was the one that was loaning the car out and getting and getting on Theo ass when he when he was having the car shouldn't have had it. All that. Where the fuck was Claire at? Because because Cliff worked at home. His office was in the house. She right. had to go to work. 
So he must, so we could say that he was the greatest TV dad. Well, people used to say that all the time until oh, the real yeah. life Cosby started. Uh, nah, but she can't. You talking about Florida was in that motherfucker cooking, cleaning, rearing, beating ass, all that. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on, man. We not, Florida we not gonna do, doing that. We we not, we not gonna do Florida like that. Like 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 she was better than Claire, man. As a mom. Claire took her people out of poverty and no, put them no, in that no, here we go with this, with this talented Tiff bullshit. That's what it is. Y'all hooked on these elite damn, y'all. Damn, damn, damn. What really matters is, is you, forming, you forming them youngins. You know what I'm saying? You cooking them for you, you giving them meals every night. You giving them, them lessons. When they come home crying from school, you there to, 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 to teach them. Hold you know on, what I'm saying? Hold on. Yeah, you made a couple of dollars for them. Yeah, I, I respect that, but you was a... You, now, we're talking about who's the best career woman, mom. Yeah, she killed it. Hold on, so time out, time out, time out. So you not you, you you can't get into the upper ranks of momdom if you ain't cooking meals, if you ain't picking them up off the bus. And, and like you, so you you lose your value when you in that respect. Is that what you're saying here? If you if you're the if you're the parent that's the most involved, most of the time when you have two two parents, one of the parents is the nurturer, the one that handles the household, the ones that raise the kid. The right. other one is the mother. That's like me saying I'm the I'm the greatest dad in the world. I'm the dad of the year. No, I work 12, 14 hours. Most of the time I see my kids one, one maybe two hours at night. There's no way I can consider myself to be dad of the year. Am I making sure they got food and clothes and mm-hmm. eat and everything they want going on trip? Yeah, but for me that- to sit up here and say I'm the most nurturing, the most, the greatest child rearing pop, it's just, it's just not a fact. I can't do it right. I'm not in a position to be able to do that. I have to. I got another role right now, and her role wasn't that. Her role was I'm a I'm a top notch lawyer. I got to go out here and work. Even when she was in the house, you rarely started doing shit in the crib. Oh come on, we're not gonna do this to Claire. Like Claire talked to the girls. She settled a bunch uh, of disputes. Like when Cliff was on his goofy shit, she was the I one seen, that put the hammer down. I we, seen we Cliff deliver do two babies. Now. Deliver two babies, squash two, 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 two household conflicts, fix a car, all this shit in one episode. <laughs> this is Cliff is good at his job. Why are you diminishing Claire's job? Like she's supportive of her of her husband. She shows how house should work with he's the man of the house, and she's the we're one like these are all monthly things that you're passing to your kids. Was she a good wife? Yes, we're talking about being a mother. That's what I'm saying. But like when your daughters, because they had three of them, or oh, sorry, four of them. Are looking to how they need to be as a woman. They're gonna look at their mother and how their mother was submissive to to Cliff, even though Cliff was on some shenanigans. Sometimes they're gonna look at the fact that they can have a career and still have five kids, and still be out in their in their lives and involved with like what are we talking about, man. Like you act like this chick ain't fucking Betty Crocker that she can't be because Linda's a good mom yet, man. And Florida's mom them literally is built off the fact that James got shot in the streets. <laughs> Mm. No, the first thing James ain't get popped. James ain't get popped until what season three? No, nah, that was like season one or two. Oh, I thought it was and like before that, her role was real small. She just used to go, damn, damn, all that shit. James was doing all that shit. She did cook meals, but James was handling all the other shit. That's a fact. I mentioned that, like, at that time, like, Avery was a, I mean, he was a bigger, he was a bigger actor, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, almost, that's an Avery. I'm thinking of uh, Fresh Prince, but almost, he was a bigger actor. So then, but I get it, but. When when he got popped and got taken off the script, that's when John she had Amos, to be like John Amos. That's his name, yeah, John Amos. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He should to be every woman at that point, but before that, 
Florida was just making the meals, and she better be quiet to get that hand because she was man. Florida was rearing them youngest and cooking the meals and cleaning it up, dog. Man, JJ was in the tournament. Crazy man. You said what? I said, go ahead, Chris. My bad. No, I was saying the apartment wasn't but 20 feet by 20 feet, so we ain't gonna act like this. She still kept that thing spick and span, though. Look instead, JJ was out in the streets. Busting, trying to get in everybody's pants. Little militant dude out here talk, talking trouble, starting shit. Like, come on, man. Stop it. Mm, mm, Florida mm. was tight. Don't go, I feel like I'm disrespecting Florida by, by, by trying to big up Claire. But even my mind is dark-skinned Viv. Like, so all the reasons you're going to have to diss on Claire, you're going to diss on Viv. Even worse on Viv, because they had a fucking... They had Jeffrey doing all that other shit. So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> they had a new cooking and cleaning. They had a fucking butler. You ain't see me talk about Anvil was TV mom of the year, TV mom of the, of the century, decade. But that's mm. why I say, well, I, I think that's why I feel like she gets that role because, and I know it's it's hard because Hillary is a bad example, but all of her other kids, for the most part, like were focused on achievement, success, and being great. In the middle. Hillary's the only one that was kind of like awesome. I deserve it because I'm rich. Right. Like all the rest of them, like even Carlton, who was. You know, as an asshole, but he cared about like head on straight, doing the right thing, doing the right thing, making my, making my own name for myself. Right, 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 right. right. So, like, also, and I, that's why I said dark skin vib. I didn't say light skin because dark skin vib. When they did try to set trip, she would reach back to the hood and be like, "Oh hell nah!" Like we mm-hmm. don't make me take my shit off. Like she was snatching the earrings off on the cops when they got it. Like dark skin vib was about that life. She was like, "Nah, look here." Don't let this violin shit the fool you. Dance. <laughs> Don't let this shit fool you. I will snatch your ass up in these streets. Like, <laughs> and that's how I feel like that's how all our moms would act if they would have got that kind of rich. They'd yeah. be like, look here, like, yeah, I'm gonna act all prim and proper because we got we get around all these other folks. But if you try to set trip, we going and then I guess my second number two after her would be Rainbow from Blackish. Because uh dealing with that nigga, Anthony Anderson, I mean that right there. You you dealing with that joker with all them all buying shoes and new cars every other episode? Like, Damn. nah, I can't. I couldn't. I, I haven't watched enough episodes. But I think I watched season one and not one, maybe season two and shit. And I, I haven't watched much after that, so I, I can't. I can't speak to it. Also, Rainbow uh, thicker than the Snickers, so I, I'm gonna go for number two for that. One. That's a fact. Wait, ho, ho, ho! Don't Anthony Anderson got his mom living with them, making the meal, or the dad? Neither one of them. Rainbow cook. I tell, don't they live with him now? Yeah, they live with him. Yeah, and the oh, both of them live with it with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, all right. So all right. that's what again. That's why Rainbow is my number two. Like you got to deal with and that. She got, and she got to deal with a crazy ass mother in law. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, Rainbow may be my number one. I think my childhood makes Unviv number one for me. But Rainbow may be my number one, man, because she's dealing with all tight, man. Because shit, my mother moved in with me, man. Jessica probably divorced me in a month. Man. <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> To have her bags by the door. She tell me I keep the kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Look, at least that way you can sing. You can do the right happy birthday. Then at that point, huh? That's what you can. <laughs> right, right. I can do the right happy birthday. I can get my Florida Evans on and <laughs> do all the work. <laughs> we mm. died of the year. <laughs> That's cool. I think I think y'all both pull some good points, but I, I think I, I tend to probably agree with Jay more. Definitely with the Aunt Viv because I watched way more Fresh Prince than I did the Cosby Show. So from what I've seen of that should have been the topic. Why, why you fuck you wasn't watching the Cosby show? That should have been the topic. Like, Come on. <laughs> Damn it. It was way more uh Fresh Prince on. There was I would watch like UPN, 
I think Cosby Show was like way earlier in the day or something. By the time I got home from school, after school, all that kind of stuff, it would have just been Fresh Prince and then rolling to Martin, that kind of stuff. So we should have we should have talked about who would have made the worst moms, like Gina from Martin. Oh yeah, she'd have been a terrible mom. Mm. Why, why? 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 What? What would be the difference between Gina being a mom and Claire Huxley being a mom? Man, Gina was selfish as hell. Why she got with a selfish ass man? Because they both selfish as fuck. And Claire wasn't wasn't selfish. Come on, stop. What was Claire selfish about? Because she had a career. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Shanae. We're not gonna do this. Um, <laughs> we not gonna like, Everybody hates Chris. Uh, that up? mom would have been tough to live with, though. You couldn't get nothing for Christmas. You getting one, <laughs> one candy bar. <laughs> like you better be happy you got that. I'm like, oh my hey, goodness, well, wasn't it the episode where Martin thought he had a son, and Gina was acting real out of pocket, bro. She was, and it was that was before her, and she was acting real out of pocket. Like, nah, come on, man. But that's because the kid popped up at like thirteen. That's different. <laughs> Look how she oh, treated Roxy when I would come and get trying to sell her shit. She's mad disrespectful to that kid, man. She was. <laughs> I mean, that kid was mad disrespectful too. Don't get That's it twisted. Right. But <laughs> man, Gina would have been a terrible mom, man. Uh, I, I we could go through a list of jokes that have been terrible parents, but yeah. we need to say that part for another show. Yeah, we'll say yeah, that Bun one. Bundy's wife was horrible. Peggy Peggy Bundy oh, was trash. Yeah, she might, she might be number one trash trash TV mom. <laughs> she might be number one trash. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, she ain't cooked. She was smoking cigarettes in the crib. <laughs> Kids got lung cancer and yeah, hungry. She was acting crazy. I'm trying to think who else. Damn, are you right? And I don't even remember who. I guess Peggy did cook, but like I always talk about how shitty the food was. Yeah, the food was horrible. Peggy shit was garbage. <laughs> Peggy was horrible. That's that that too. Gina couldn't thing. cook. Gina couldn't cook. He looked like Alpo, but I ate it. It's <laughs> <laughs> trash, Bob, bro. She'd have been a good day. Martin never knocked her up, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. All right, then. Other good team. No, I'm, I'm sticking with Florida, man. I'm sticking with Florida. Bet. That's a, that's I'm changing mine to Rainbow. I'm going to go Rainbow number one. Okay. Okay. All right. Solid picks. Solid picks. All right. Well, everybody, anything else we want to get out before we wrap up today? Uh, then we got a pretty uh, solid thing. Uh, after this episode, I'm going to start this petition to get J. Cole to stop using the N word. And, uh, you got to add logic, too, right? Yeah, logic. <laughs> J. Cole. Hold up. Getting him out of there. Damn. <laughs> All right, y'all. This has been another episode of the Gladiator Cypher podcast, a Head Cannon Circus production. Um, like the ticker at the bottom says, be sure to share, like, follow, and subscribe to Head Cannon Circus on Facebook, US Tube, and various DSPs out there, uh, including Instagram. Um, be sure to comment on our posts. Let us know what you like, what you didn't like. Um, you know, was Nip hating on Claire? You know what was what was going on today? Are, are we some J Cole haters? You know, are you a Dr. Umar Stan or are you a Beta Mel YouTubian <laughs> who's a little bit Fraggle Rock at the preposterous notions that Mr. Shams was bringing up about about the black women in the community? Be sure to let us know in the comments. Um, definitely reach out. We love when our 
ringleaders get back to us and, and let us know how they feel about the episode. So be sure to interact. But outside of that, we'll be back next week with another action-packed episode. Be on the lookout later this week for some clips. Love to put out the clips. Make sure to share it and retweet those as well. Peace, y'all. Yes, sir. Give them the soup for free, and we rent them spoons. <laughs> <laughs> See y'all next week. This is a Head Cannon Production. Circus Duction.